the killer pod from outer space presents watch this or die Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. We're at you with a quick Halloween check-in. Not necessarily a War Games or Watches or Die tonight, but nonetheless, I am here with my co-host, Jeffrey, on the hotline. Hey, man. going on? What up? And we have our other co-hosts on the hotline, Brother Pete. Hey, hey. And then on the other hotline, all the hotlines tonight, we got Brother Sean. On the It Follows is a Creature Feature hotline. Uh, yeah, hey, what's up? Still bitter. <laughs> it's not a creature. Yeah, and Pete, Pete just, came just out of nowhere, bitter. like Nightwing, to back up Sean on the non-creature entry. That doesn't exist. Just Google it. Just Google it. It's a creature Feature, classic. It's a little... Yeah. It's it's not your classic. It's not your classic creature feature. I mean, it's it, says, it says creature feature in the synopsis thing, which is very odd. So but when we had this discussion, if it's not a creature, what is it? Um, it's not a demon. It's, it's not an a entity. Demon. It's not a possession. It's, it's not entity. an alien. Entity. Oh, what the fuck is an entity? It's an invisible. It's just not a creature in human skin. <laughs> Digressing. Nonetheless, listen to that episode. It was a doozy. Overall, great list. A lot of good uh, discoveries and some good banter about halfway through with uh, first time ever someone getting blocked by the producer for not being valid for the current list. And Sean got that back to back. The first one I understood. The second one, I still still a little bitter about. All right. Sure. I mean, I mean, it lingers. You'll have time for redemption. Speaking of, the Padres are probably a little bitter. Because the Fight and Fills are the 2022 National League pennant winners. I was at that game on Saturday, and it was loud. Yeah. Dana sent me some some videos of this, like the crowd going nuts and Connor going nuts. It, yeah, it, it looked electric. Tailgate was good. Parking lot was good energy. Everything was fun. Everything was fun about that day. I'm feeling good about the uh, the World Series for our Phillies. Same. I think it's going to be a long series, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw Aaron Nola is going to be most likely the starter for game one, and I feel pretty good about that because one, if he went game two, it would be too much rest. But if he can pull this off and be the Aaron Nola that we love and hit all the spots and they can win this with Wheeler going Game two, they can come out of Houston with two wins. Oh, my God. Pretty sure uh, you just made everyone turn off the show. No, no, no. <laughs> if you look at the breakdown, most of our listeners are in Pennsylvania. So yeah. we're speaking to our audience. Yeah. Um, my boss and I had a long discussion about pitching. Because, uh, you know, assuming that they're probably going to start with, um, you know, what's his name? Um, Verlander? Yeah, Verlander is their number one. I'm Sorry. not a that like I don't, I feel like pitching your your ace against another ace sometimes is like you want like I feel like you know with with Wheeler being a strikeout pitcher 
maybe against an ace you want us to have a contact pitcher you know to potentially get more double plays and stuff like that um yeah, with, I, I think with, it's gonna be good. potentially going to be a low-scoring game. So. And Verlander hasn't really been on it in these playoffs. Yeah. Uh, he's so goddamn good. I don't know that I feel good about that, but these Phils have proven they can beat just about anybody, so. It's but be if, the, the thing is, is, if they can rattle him once, then he's rattled for the series. That's yep. how I look at it. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, anyway. Want to start off with some beers? Yeah. Jeff, on you go first, because you're you're going a little bit different tonight. I like it. I am. So uh, I'm at the Parrot for the evening, so that I can get a ride to the airport at uh, butt-ass early. Um, but uh, I'm drinking out of a pink flamingo wine glass. Oh, my. Uh, a red wine bottle from 2020 called Fiery, <laughs> called Fiery Love. Um, got a nice body. Uh, yeah, it smells good. It tastes a little woodery, but you know. <laughs> I love the uh, pink flamingo wine glass edition. Yeah, I'll put it up on uh, Instagram. I'll take a photo right now and uh, slap it up there in the story. Was okay, that was yeah. was that was just like uh, readily available, or did you have to go digging in the cupboard for that? No, I was just sitting at the fridge. Oh yeah, so that's so that's what your mom has been using. Oh yeah, which that's makes the, it that's... makes it all the more better. That's that drinking wine. <laughs> Pete, what do you got? Um, I have from a pod favorite, Adroit Theory. Also a little different. It's hard seltzer. Okay. I didn't uh, think the, the Adroit would get on the so seltzer it's called, it's called Sell Outzer. Okay. Because I guess they feel like they sold out and made a hard seltzer. <laughs> Uh, it is um, hard so- blood orange margarita edition. Oh, got uh, a whole like cheese and food pairing on here. Uh, cigar. Uh, I don't know how many people drinks smoke cigars with hard seltzer, but yeah, they do that um, for all their beers. But I'm very curious, what cigar did they pair with a seltzer? Um, it's hard to read this can. Uh, Buenaventura Trail Mix. Okay. Uh, they have uh, cheese is uh, it's a, it's a brie. Brie, brie de Nangis and uh, pea and ricotta potstickers with ching chang vinegar. Alright. Ooh, ching chang vinegar, huh? Alright. Um, anyway. I, I love a joy theory. Yeah. If anyone's going to do a seltzer, I know they're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, pouring it over ice because I did not have it in the fridge. All right. Hmm. Delicioso. Sean, what oh, do you got? It's got like, it's, it's got real juice in it. The orange. Oh yeah. Mm, nice. Uh, well, spooky season's kind of winded down and I, you know, soaking up all the last days of it. I can. So, this one caught my eye. I got uh, out of Media PA, Sterling Pig Brewery, which I don't think I'm super familiar with, but they have a Imperial Pumpkin Ale called The Gourd Father. Uh, kind of cool, cartoony can art. And 7.7. It's pretty standard as far as the Imperial Pumpkin Ales go, but 
I'm pretty sure I had that last episode. Did you? Yes. <laughs> but it, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, the I can the like can art is is uh, what got me. Mm-hmm. But uh, also having an imperial pumpkin, putting a little more ABV be, behind that uh, pumpkin ale, helps it out. It does. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get a pumpkin ale because I've kind of not soured on them. I'm just tired of drinking them. But it caught my eye in the uh, in the case there, and what the hell? Yeah, there's still only a few I like, but that one yeah, wasn't they're bad. They're gonna be gone. They're gonna be gone soon enough. So I, I am excited for cold season winter beers yeah that's gonna be good i have i hate the winter do you yeah i can't stand it yeah but what about the winter beers nah i mean i love the stout supporters but i still hate the winter Hmm. i don't have any beef with it doesn't bother me oh i I definitely enjoy that cold weather i hate being hot yeah i hate being hot i feel like you can recover from being cold you can always add layers. You can't. You eventually get naked when you're. Hot. And then even that's not good enough when it's like hot and humid. Ugh. Oh, it's. Yeah, then your your balls stick to the couch if it's leather. Yeah. No Cornstarch season. Yeah. yeah. I would much rather the cold than the heat. And it's been so humid and rainy this week. Uh, my I had a carved pumpkin sitting on our front steps that I had to throw into the woods because it's already moldy and had flies all over it this morning. Nice. Not the best. Ah, gross. All right. I got a local brew here. Uh, 10-7 Brewing Company out of North Wales, PA, or as the locals would call it, Montgomeryville, PA. This is the Hopivore West Coast Style IPA. Brewed with, oh no, insulin pump. And right on time. <laughs> Every time. Like clockwork. Uh, so Hopivore West Coast Style IPA. Brewed with Amarillo, Centennial, Chinook, and Simcoe hops. Nice can art here. It's got a skeleton uh, drinking a glass full of hot flowers. Looks pretty cool. Looks pretty Halloween-y. Let's see what it's about. 10-7. They are on point. They mostly. You said, you said weenie. Huh? Halloweeny. I know. <laughs> weenie. They mostly uh, do IPAs, but they're all lights out for the most part. This one is nice as well. Very West Coast. Very danky and crisp. I dig it. Hopivore from 107. Vinny, that barbecue place you were telling us about on the last episode um, that that's now making their own like old school style beers. Mm-hmm. Um, is that an outdoor place? Uh, they got both. It... Okay, so it's open. So like, because I want to, I, I, I'm really into trying that place out. I just uh, wasn't sure if they closed down for the winter. Nah, nah. The, I mean, the, ind- the indoor space is large and it's, it's really nice inside. Cool. The only thing is weird is how they have the employees dressed up like uh like children of the corn yeah it's it's very <laughs> it's very weird i guess because it's sort of amish country but not really because it's not lancaster county it's it's strange um caliban <laughs> but quite good barbecue and good beer All right, anyone have... uh, So we're just doing a little catch-up episode. 
So we have some stuff coming up tonight. At, uh, at the same time as this episode drops, we will also drop a watch this or die that we've been kind of keeping in our back pocket for the Foo Fighters release of Studio 666. So there'll be a watch this or die episode releasing for that. And then we're kind of just catching up on, on Halloween stuff and doing a little intro to our Halloween episode coming out on Halloween. We have a special War Games Korean horror versus Japanese horror. So what do you guys... What I'm excited about that list. It's going to be a fun list. Yeah. I've been putting a lot of work in for it. And we, we decided uh, pre-episode that we're going to keep it at top 10 with... The three of us, uh, myself, Pete, and Sean, doing the drafting makes it a little bit, com- a little bit more competitive, and a little bit more strategic. Because there's, I mean, there's enough that we could do pretty easily. Twenty. Yeah, there'll be there'll be some some good discards to talk about too. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, what have you guys been uh, doing recently for this Halloween season? Watching or reading or whatever. Um. I've been keeping up with my 31 days um, movie watching. Um, the last couple of days I've been, I've just been doing movies that I've seen because I've been a little busy uh, over the last weekend. But um, so my highlights are a movie called Darling on Shutter. I think I may have talked about it in the last episode really quick it's a quick watch it's like 78 minutes or something like that um and it's just like a mind trippy um kind of haunting slash semi-possession um uh the watcher is a new one on uh shutter uh not to be confused or it's just called watcher not to be confused with the series the new series on yeah. netflix called the watcher the netflix john's been getting a lot of buzz yeah, I also hear that that's good. Um, what else do I got here? Uh, an old, older movie, '90s John. Uh, I think Joe Bob did a did a one over this, but I watched it on my own. Uh, Habit. It's not like super super horror. It's kind of almost like ro- romance, but it's also yeah. of a vampire. Hmm. I tried uh, to watch that. I just could not you, get into you didn't it. like it. I liked it. Yeah, it was least, hard to I, get I, into. I, I was into the vampire with the pixie cut. Okay. <laughs> um, Cheap Thrills was a fun watch. That's a horror comedy with uh, Ethan Embry of Empire Records fame. And also, uh, I can remember his name. Uh, uh, David Keckner from Anchorman and all comedies we love basically a couple sees this desperate guy and his friend at a bar and start playing the game of like 100 bucks to first person to take a shot and then it becomes like 100 bucks for like someone to stab their hand with a dart and then it escalates into like killing an animal and like eventually cutting a finger off and like so um that was that was a fun watch, and it obviously it obviously pits them the two friends against each other. Um, 
all about evil i i really enjoyed that's uh i'm pretty sure i talked about in the last episode too um that's a fun joint uh may was really was really good um kind of like a creepy this girl that's just like kind of a social outcast and she's kind of like she has this doll and you don't really know what the whole what what all the how it all connects until the end that's on um that's on shutter uh she will is a new movie takes place in the scottish highlands uh it's kind of witch uh witch based it was all right not bad and then i watched halloween four and halloween five just for just for shits and giggle um and then the only other halloweeny uh type thing that i did was i went i painted my face up and went to see a misfits cover band the other night and uh had a good time yeah how was um how was that show it was good um I got with Dion. Dion was there, friend of the podcast. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, got a little uh, got a little rowdy for a little Doylestown bar. Um, and uh, but yeah, it was a good time. They did all all Danzig stuff, um, which is fine. All Danzig misfit stuff. Uh, I, I, they could have broadened it a little bit, but you know. Pete, who was in the uh, cover band that played? I know you said. Uh, so Jim, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim was drumming. Yeah, Jim Kiefer, um, who is a, a regular at the Mahoning. He goes there with his son a lot. He popped by our our camp at Camp Blood to say what's up. Um, and he used to drum for our our friend Davis's band, uh, Commonwealth Choir. Um, Good dude. And uh, another dude, uh, Bobby, not don't remember what his last name is, but he's just uh, Doyle, old from the way back Doyle sound, hardcore punk scene guy. He did vocals. Um, the one guy from, is he in? I know, I know him from a lots of parties at Davis's house, but I'm pretty sure he was in either circus survive or the, what's that other band? Uh, Sparta. Okay, that was Doyle uh, Sound too, wasn't it? No, they were bigger than that. Uh, uh shit, what's this? Was it? I think Shane? he was. In, I, think he, or... I think he was in this day forward too. Um, hmm. maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, but like local. not. Yeah, I don't know. He's one of those guys. I see him, and he's like, "I think I know you," and I'm like, "Yeah, uh, you you always say that." And then <laughs> we've had this conversation a yeah, hundred times. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I clearly don't know his name, so. I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I saw but... some other people there that I knew, sort of, and uh, more or less rolled solo. There's a met up with a friend of mine that used to bartend there. Nice. And, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I was the only person dressed up, by the way. I mean, the guy, the all the the guys in the band put on like ghoul paint, like black under the eyes, but that's about it. Um. Yeah. The. I figured, uh... I, Threw a sticker in the uh, bathroom. Nice. Yeah. Sticker. Your paint looked good. It was a good design. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's like a it's bat inspired, and I had to do it fast because I thought I had a lot more time. And then my friend Sue was like, 
Yeah, so I just parked and I was on the toilet pooping. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> well, literally. <laughs> and I just, uh, he's, at least it's just white and black paint. So but I did some blood too. And then paid, uh, you know, almost $50 for an Uber home. Oh, yeah. Wow. But people, it's better than the yeah. alternative. It is hey, much buddy. better. Let, let me better than tell you. Let me tell you. It's better than the alternative. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. There you go. Stamp of approval on that. Um, I just had some more news stuff than stuff that I watched. The uh, Philly has been taking most of my attention. So to piggyback off of our last episode and the hell that we went through with Halloween ends, I wanted to ask you guys on air, what is your confidence in... David David Gordon Green doing the Exorcist reboot slash uh, not sequel, just complete reboot. Is Pazuzu even going to be in it, or is it going to live? Or is is Pazuzu going to live in a sewer under the town? <laughs> I don't know. It's a. I I read some articles today. It's a, it's a fresh take, is what Jason Blum said. Yeah. and that worries me. Him saying that's a fresh take. That's scary because I feel like Halloween Ends was a quote unquote fresh take. Yes, on that's the, the Halloween problem. franchise. Which I don't think. I think if this guy was starting his own franchise and just doing like a new series of films, he could make a good movie. But I don't like that they're rebooting like a storied franchise that's already been done so well. It just kind of sullies the sullies it for me a little. Bit. I thought it was already announced. Maybe it was just a rumor that it was going to be a trilogy, and I didn't see anything about that today when I was doing some brief research. But if it is a one-and-done, I mean, I trust him a little bit more because the first Halloween from 2018, I really enjoyed. I thought he did a great job with it. Great job. Agreed. So I think the problem is that nothing anymore is made as a one-and-done. Everything has to be made with an open ending. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was so, the same issue the new, uh, new-ish Star Wars trilogy had, right? Where they had, you know, a director come in and do the first film, and it was, you know, true to the original trilogy, and everybody really kind of liked it, and it just devolved. Yeah, that could very well be the case with this. Uh, I, I want to have high hopes, but I just don't base off that. I have a little bit of a difference in opinion on like this versus that as far as heart as far as star wars just because i look i have to look at those movies i i I don't let myself get angry about the star wars movies because they're for kids yeah not no i'm certainly not angry about them i just thought they were pretty crappy yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but like you know at, at their core even though they're also for sure for these people that grew up with it they're for kids so like you know that's fair um, a fair point um, so that's why I try not to get. Plus, I just think it's a, like I mean, people, you know, people get a little bit too uh, too torn up about like people like my life is ruined because you, you know, <laughs> you ended the the two trilogies so bad or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, not a big deal. I mean, I think, I, yeah. I, well, we don't need to get into Star Wars, um, but yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't like that everything has to be made open-ended because just the studios always have the opportunity to crack back into it for some more money. Um, like, I would much rather someone, like, boldly come out and say, I'm making... I'm, we're remaking The Exorcist and we're just doing this one movie. And that's we're not going to do we're not going to do The Exorcist 2. We're not going to do The Exorcist 3. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any record of him of uh David Gordon Green or Blum coming out and saying that. So, I'm sure it's going to be open ends. Yeah, it would be uh would be really crappy because the trilogy just means they're going to drag it out. It's just like it's The Exorcist. It's you know, yeah. The, the 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 sequels to the Exorcist really don't have relation to the first Exorcist. And well, the, and that's the, the that's probably probably part of the problem, since the original franchise did that. Then Blum and David Gordon Green were like, oh, we could probably do the same thing and just go and do all kinds of wacky different stuff and call it our own spin. It'd almost be better if they did it as like an anthology and did three separate, you know, hauntings. That would be exorcist cool. Hauntings. That would be cool. Yeah, but that would be really cool. I doubt that's the way they do it. It'd be it's, really cool it's if you just made an original movie and stop trying to shoehorn love, beloved characters into them. Yeah. yeah, I do have a, a little bit of a hot take, and I know that we may have briefly touched on this before, but I am a fan. Even though it the whole it became a whole hot mess and they ended up releasing two different movie two different cuts of the same movie, I am a fan of Exorcist the beginning. I haven't revisited that in a long time. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you watch the right one because there's two and it's weird because so... there were and I know that Jeff and I I think have brought it up and talked about it maybe once before, but there was a a directing issue where they like basically reshot the whole movie like almost take for take except there's like a few small differences <laughs> um but the, so which one's comes... the right one not the theatrical the beginning or... the beginning okay there's one that's called like something else like kazuzu's curse or something <laughs> um it's not called that but it's like it's it's a word um but no the beginning is the better one um and it all covers the um, the priest, same priest when he is, it's like how how the exorcist starts in Africa it's like the whole thing about um, start, the whole thing takes place in Kenya I think on like an archaeological dig but, yeah, I, I know the one I, I haven't watched that and he and it covers his past too that he was, uh, he was a he was a priest in Germany and like he was like brought to like a Nazi camp, and like they made they tried to make him choose who died first. Mm. It's like a whole. It's a really fucked up scene. I always thought, and it's I always thought that it would make a um a good intro to like, to a metal song because what the Nazi says to him, um, he says something. He's like, "God will not let me choose," and he's like, "God is not here today, priest." Yeah, pretty cool. There's so many movie quotes where. I'll be watching with Steph or, or whatever. Like that would be a great intro to a metal song. Oh, so speaking of like, um, so unfortunately this past Saturday, Sean and I had to go to, um, a dear friend's mother's funeral. But, um, so they're saying the Lord's prayer and I'm sitting there 
and all I can think is, um, uh, as when it gets to the line, all I can think of is, uh, um, Emily, uh, exorcism of Emily Rose and deliver us from evil. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, I digress. <laughs> Alright, so in other news, uh, it just got announced, I believe, today that Terrifier 2, when it comes out of theaters, is going to be streaming on Screenbox, which uh, Jeffrey and I were having lunch today and spoke a little bit about that, but I did some research afterwards. I'm not too mad about it. No, why not? And it it might be, uh, this might be a good thing for Screenbox itself, it's... putting themselves in the map a little bit. I believe the movie in theaters has like hit 3 million, I think. Okay. Maybe two and a half million with a $250,000 budget, which is a great profit profit margin, obviously. And Screenbox is a very low, low key competitor with Shudder. And... When Jeff and I were talking about it, I I knew it was a really small fee. It's four ninety nine a month, which is very mm. reasonable. Which I would I would pay that just for the month to see Terrifier two. Uh, they don't have a ton of content. It's they don't have the big name movies. They don't have any. They don't have really have any exclusive content. They don't have the big name movies that you'd be uh, looking for in horror. It's a lot of indie stuff. But for our purposes, as a group, uh, with an upcoming episode, they do have a Japanese horror sec- uh, collection and a Korean horror collection that I don't think, excuse me, is streaming anywhere else. So I might pony up and sign up for the five bucks a month tomorrow. Hmm, Just okay. the Terrifier Two is dropping on Halloween. And then I can watch some um, Korean and Japanese stuff to get ready for our big Halloween episode coming up in a few days. Well, I didn't know that because, yeah, last I had looked, you know, they were like, oh, we got uh, that Nightmare on Elm Street series, but they lost it already. Like, I was kind of like, why? If that would be your in, that would be your one up on Shudder. Like, but whatever. Yeah, Shudder seems to be dominating the you know, horror streaming mm-hmm. platform right now. And if I could complain about them for a little bit, I don't really, their interface is fine, but uh, finding movies on their platform is like sometimes difficult. Like you'll search uh, yeah. something and like it, you'll write the whole name out and it won't show up. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird with that. Sometimes I have issues and I don't know if it's like my internet connection, though nothing else is affected. But I find that some it'll, it'll it'll I'll open it up and it'll tell me like error number zero and then I'll have to like clear the cache and like reboot it and it's really fucking weird because like I don't have to do that with any other app on my Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, I have the same kind of issue with the Roku where it just it opens the app and just keeps loading and loading and it, I can't even fix it. I don't even I probably have to delete the app and re-download it. Yeah, that might be what I have to do. Yeah, the but it is annoying, yeah. the software my, issues are weird. I don't want to lose my lists because I've I've like lists on there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would say for the sole reason to see Terrifier two, which is 
uh, it sounds pretty good. It, it, apparently, it's we talked about in the last episode. Is it's very gruesome and violent. Got has some crazy kills. Uh, I enjoyed the first one, so I definitely want to see Terrifier two. Uh, so to pony up four ninety nine just to see that movie, but get a whole month's worth of material to maybe explore what Screenbox is all about. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think Screenbox also has that that like black metal movie that you wanted to watch, right? Argentinian maybe. It's like a black metal singer that's like killed his girlfriend or something. Can we talk about that? The one about mayhem. Oh no. no, I forgot about that. The one with with the killer priest. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, death to metal. Shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah, we definitely got to do a watch and uh, a watch us or die on that. Yeah, that'll be good content for November. Uh, it was definitely streaming on Tubi. I know that. So maybe it's on Screenbox and you can watch it ad-free or something. Yo, shout out Tubi. Tubi has a great list of Tubi content. So much stuff. Oh, it's great. Like everything. Yeah. I mean, you got to watch it with commercials. But that that doesn't yeah. even bother me that much. The, the, it doesn't bother me that there are commercials. It gets annoying towards the end because it's the same commercials over and over. Yeah. But whatever. But that usually you gives go, me a moment just, to like get up go, and pee. Yeah, or like... Exactly. Yeah. No, the, I'm, I think you guys turned me on to Tubi and there's so much content on there that's worth watching. Uh, Tubi and what's there's one more. that has... Pluto? Pluto. Pluto, the other one? Yeah. Yeah, I love Pluto. Yeah, good shit. We should be sponsored by free streaming services, I think. <laughs> Vinny, did you see... Um, I talked about it briefly with Jeff when we saw each other the other day. Did you see that um, Conjuring 4 is set to start production soon? Yeah, I just... I don't know. Yeah, so you dude. have the... The new Conjuring, you had the new Insidious with, uh, what's his name, Patrick Wilson? Yep. Yeah. He's directing the uh, new Insidious, which is interesting. I don't know what his uh, director chops are. But... I'm, in, I'm interested to see, because every, so every, um, and they make, they, they talk about it starting in the first Conjuring how every single time they do it, it takes a little out of her. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're like, is this the one where she dies? You know? Like, well, she can't die happen. because she only died in real life recently. Who? Uh, the real life woman. Elizabeth Warren? Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes forget the that, senator? They're, that they're real people. Elizabeth Warren. Mm. Is that her name? She's definitely a Warren. I don't know Pocahontas. her first name. <laughs> don't get canceled, Pete. Don't no, get canceled. Sorry. That was a Trump thing. I'm not a Trumper, but it was funny. It, it was it, every once in a while he got a good one. Um. So yeah, that's happening. Um. Anything? Anything? Uh, new coming to theaters soon? Oh. I got one that I think we could do a watch us or die. I know for sure Vinny and I are into this, but uh, the menu looks pretty good. Yeah. A big cast. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, I love me some uh, Ralph Fiennes. Ray Fiennes? Ralph Fiennes? That's Ralph. 
I, I like that the brothers, uh, there's, there's two brothers, so it's also confusing. The culinary arts getting mixed up into the horror community is pretty cool. Yeah, we also have uh, Pray for the Devil, mm-hmm. which I I love a good uh, Catholic guilt possession movie. So I am fully <laughs> on board for that. Uh, and then as far as streaming goes, we have uh, Del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities drops, I believe today. Uh, day of recording uh, on what Netflix and oh, cool. it's it's a del Toro anthology series you'll have great practical if nothing else yeah always on board for some practical or I mean not some practical uh, some del Toro anthology uh, not much new yeah I mean there's I still haven't seen smile someone just was it one of you guys that saw Smile recently? Hey, you watched it, didn't you? It was me. Yeah, not really feeling it. Uh, I don't no. want to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit anyone that said they liked it because it's it, it's certainly I could see it had it had highs its high points. Um, it was certainly an original. Um, kind of. You know, subject matter, um, idea, but like I thought the acting was really bad um and i know it probably didn't have that big of a budget but it had it definitely had like a hollywood budget you know it wasn't an indie movie yeah um and uh, i wanted i mean i wanted to support uh bacon's daughter you know she's uh up and coming actress she's around our age so i don't know that i've seen her in much but she looked familiar like i may have seen her in like a tv thing or something um but uh, doesn't have looks looks like maybe like doesn't look a lot like Bacon. Looks more like Kira Sedgwick. Like she almost like she had a illegitimate pregnancy. Uh oh, conception. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I look, I, I I'm not. It's not a movie that I would want to shit on because I thought it was it was fine, and maybe I just wasn't in the right. I mean, I was just trying. I was literally day, the day after Halloween kills and i was just trying to or halloween ends and i was just trying to forget about that so yeah i mean um, i gotta say one... i haven't heard any bad things about it but i also don't know if i trust that as i i also heard nothing but good things about uh vhs 99 and i was sorely disappointed by that um the one thing that i did enjoy that i haven't experienced in a while is that there was a decent amount of people in the movie theater and I had like directly behind sitting like directly behind me was like four like high school girls and like the one like was I I could hear just like she wouldn't open her eyes at certain scenes and like they were like screaming so like that's something that I don't like you know because I don't have that kind of reaction to movies certainly not anymore so like it was kind of nice to like because they had to sneak they had to sneak in like they were like you know you know, so it was that kind of thing. Like they had to find because they were underage, so they had to like find the theater because this theater doesn't post what movies in what theater to prevent people from. So the only way you know is by looking at your ticket, right? So like they had to like go into multiple theaters and they snuck in like five minutes in, and they just like found their first seats were like right behind me. So it was it was it was cool to see like other people being terrified by um, a movie. You know, did they have yeah. a backpack full of beers like we used to when we would do this? No, I think, in fact, I think they saw me pull out my flask and were giggling. 
for for judging me because <laughs> probably if i was in high school and i saw a guy pull out a flask i would probably be like oh that's is that what an alcoholic looks like <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> uh have you guys seen anything about this fear collection on amazon prime that they're doing no no yeah uh it's like an anthology series and i think it's mostly international films but there's one coming out I think it's the second movie of the series coming out in December, uh, a Spanish film called Venus based on an HP Lovecraft story called dreams in the witch house. And I am kind of excited about that. Hmm. So it's getting a theatrical release in December. Uh, and it's the director's the same guy who did wreck. Oh, okay. and yeah, theatrical re- release in December. And then it's coming to prime video after that. Cool. Yeah. I, I think that I, I love, love wreck. Lovecraft, cosmic, uh, creepy story. So that that's right up my alley. Oh yeah, definitely on board with the uh, Lovecraft. And I have not seen Wreck, but I know really? oh, thought yeah, of yeah, you guys. gotta put that top of your list. It's one of the yeah. better found footage and one of the better zombie movies. Vinny was yeah. pretty upset that that didn't make it over Troll Hunter. Mm, Troll Hunter's so good though. Nah, Rex far superior. Oh man, I really almost put Troll Hunter at the top of the uh, creature feature creature list feature? just just to, <laughs> just to fuck everybody else. Challenge, <laughs> you are a spiteful man, and I like it. Yeah. Nah, I didn't want to ruin the list as much as I already had ruined it. <laughs> I don't think it was ruined at all. Nightbreed is a good film. Yeah. Yeah. That that was that one was debating that. Yeah, I like Nightbreed. As he should. And when the crazy four hour edition comes out, Ooh. whatever it is, it's supposed to be like crazy long. Jeffrey, what you been watching? Anything? Not not a lot, man. I got into some eighties fun last night. I did a Slumber Party Massacre two and Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall is so fun. I love Chopping. Yeah. Mall. I'm actually, I got on mute right now, the old Vincent Price House of Wax. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I've just been, like I say, every Halloween, it's like I'm so far behind that it, it came and went, you know? But I, I work all day um, during the week, so I work from home most of the time. I just put AMC on, so whatever yeah, AMC is running. Let it play in the background. Yeah, so I, I think I've seen Tremors, yeah. Halloweens, one through five. I think I've watched, mm-hmm. which is always fun. That's always fun to have on the background. Yeah, I love four and five. It's such a fun combo. And every time three comes on, I'm so into it. <laughs> it's fun. It's super fun. It doesn't come on all that often. At least it doesn't feel like it. But. No, it's funny all the remakes they've done of the Halloween series, and no one will go anywhere near three. Like, there's always like homages to the masks, or yeah. like there was a lot of stuff they could have played with there, but no Michael, so no money, I guess. Mm. I meant to uh, mention I saw an article. Uh, it was probably Blade discussing him. It might have been somebody else, but uh, there was another. So there's been a lot of interviews with David Gordon Green about Halloween ends and like him defending this trash. Uh, Oh, it was a new take and John Carpenter was on board and John Carpenter was on board for like his Halloween three being different. 
for Halloween 2 being different. So this one was cool too. Whatever. But there was supposed to be, uh, in his screenplay, he had a cutaway scene that he never filmed where it was going to cut to uh, uh, Shamrock and it was going to be them printing printing the mass of the ghoul, the pumpkin, and the witch. But they never made it. That would have been awesome. It would have been a glimmer of something of good. Yeah, that wouldn't have made any sense. What would that have to do with anything? Well, just like as an homage to. Well, he put the masks in Halloween Kills. So. I still think he's thinking that his version of this Halloween 3 was an homage to the OG Halloween 3, which it is not because it still included Michael just in a really awful way. Oh. <laughs> right, at least three was disconnected enough from Michael that it was its own story. Yeah, like like this just tried to use Michael to make something different and just took away from. And he got beat up by a twenty year old for his mask. Dude, dude, oh. I saw it all over the internet. The one they have that slaughter scene where he and uh, his protege are killing the people in the like the 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 doctor and oh. the girl that got the promotion, and then they cut real quick right after that scene to. Uh, what's his name, Corey, and oh. the girlfriend riding on their motorcycle together. Right. And everybody thought it was going to be Corey and Michael on the motorcycle. Because yeah. <laughs> no, it, it cut so quick, and I thought that during the movie, it was like, oh my god, are they doing this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I wish they, I wish they had. <laughs> Terrible. Like, let's go full crazy. Cause... Corey and Michael on the motorcycle. Uh... No, I need somebody to make that artwork. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's got to become... Uh, a, a piece of wall art. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You guys ready to wrap this on. up? Yeah, for sure. All right. So this again, we're just a little precursor to our big Halloween episode coming out on Halloween: Japanese versus Korean horror war game style, top ten. But we wanted to check in this. See what we're uh, watching and doing for the Halloween season. Any news updates? And uh, again, we have the Watch Us or Die. It'll drop right behind this episode of Studio 666. Boys, we will reconvene leading up to Halloween. Jeff has this big trip. I do. Have we we discussed that on here? Yeah, we have. Okay. Very, uh, very excited for you to experience the Hollywood Horror Nights. Getting spooky. Getting spooky in Orlando. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Well, you you enjoy it, and we'll um, we'll get together Sunday and and drop this this fun episode on Halloween. All right, on man. Until then, uh, love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we're out. Ladies and the men, Jay.